Hey everyone, this is Christian Benavides, Digital Content Director at Texas Watch, and I'll be your host for this episode of Texas Tales. In today's episode, Executive Director Ware Wendell gives us an update on what's happening at the Capitol, some of our priorities, and how you can get involved in advocating for safety, accountability, and justice this legislative session. This is Texas Tales. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. It's great to be with you. Uh, welcome to the January 27th, 2021 edition of The Rundown. I'm Ware Wendell. I'm the Executive Director of Texas Watch. And at Texas Watch, we work to protect consumers and our courts down at the Texas Capitol. I am privileged to work with a fantastic team. Uh, Christian Benavides is our Digital Content Director. He's, he's the genius who produces all this great content that we uh, provide to the public so we can get you engaged uh, in the fight for your rights. And Kelly Taft is our Development and Operations Director. She keeps us organized. She keeps the lights on at Texas Watch so that we can do all of this work uh, to help you and your family. So I'm really lucky to work with them and really lucky to get to work with all of you because we exist to educate and engage you again in the fight for your rights. And it's a, it's a privilege to be able to do this work with you. Um, let's talk about the Texas Capitol. The Capitol is in session. We're a couple of weeks in. We produced a video recently that detailed the first week of session. Um, the Capitol, down at the Capitol, they have quite a few challenges in front of them this session. We've got a budget shortfall that we have to uh, fill and they're trying to manage uh, some of the difficulties of conducting the business of a state of almost 30 million people in the midst of a pandemic. We'll talk about that here in just a second. The committees are starting to get organized. They've organized the committees in the Texas Senate and in the Texas House, we expect that those committees will be named and, and appointed and organized here in just a week or two. Uh, so in a few weeks time, bills will be heard. Um, they'll be coming before the committees for consideration. That's where you really plug in to the process and you weigh in and tell legislators, we like this bill because it helps consumers, it helps families, it helps workers, or hey, you may not have understood that this bill is gonna hurt us and we would prefer that you change it or not pass it. Uh, so getting you involved in that phase of the process is exceptionally important. And then again, when the bills come up on the floor, for debate um, in either chamber. So we'll be in front of you as, uh, as we get closer, uh, but I'll talk about some of the issues that, that we're gonna be focusing on this session here in just a minute. I mentioned the pandemic. At the Capitol, they're, they're wrestling with how do we create uh, the safest conditions possible uh, to conduct, again, the business of this very large state in a very short amount of time. Our legislature does not meet uh, throughout the year. We just meet for about half of a year. Uh, to get all of that work done. And so uh, they're wrestling with some of that. But while we're talking about the pandemic right now, and, and we appreciate the safety efforts at the Capitol, I, I want to say that right now. I want to say that publicly. We thank um, the leadership in, in every chamber at the Capitol for taking safety seriously. But for all of you, I know, look, we're almost a year into this pandemic in earnest, and it's hard right now. It's very hard. Uh, we're seeing case numbers continue to rise. Uh, really, it's a race right now for us to get vaccinated before the the virus mutates and, and, uh, and we run into potentially more difficulties there. So if you're eligible to get vaccinated right now, our recommendation would be, please get vaccinated. We've built 
a wonderful site um, at texaswatch.org. You can go right up there on the main page and you'll see our COVID-19 resources page. We've got information on there for you to find um, where you can get vaccinated in your community here in Texas. Uh, we also just put up a resource recently uh, that helps you with infusion centers as well. If you've contracted the virus and you're wanting to get those monoclonal antibodies that can be, it looks like they, they can be pretty effective in helping you beat the virus. Um, we've got that resource up and literally a hundred more resources. We're updating it all the time. So if you or a family member or a friend has questions, you need good information, we think of that as a clearinghouse of the very best information we can find. Uh, we try to vet that very carefully for you because we don't want any of this mis misinformation out there to, to be spread along with the virus. We want to get you good, credible information. That's always our goal on, on any issue that we're working on. All right, let's talk about some of the issues that we're going to be focusing on uh, this legislative session. Number one is safe roads in Texas. Um, we have far too many people who get injured on our roads in Texas, and we're expecting, and you've heard me talk about this a little bit before, we're expecting the trucking lobby to try to get special privileges under the law. I, I, I don't think they want to be treated like everybody else on the road, um, which just isn't right. We all agree to the same rules when we get on the road and we agree to be safe and to protect one another. Those are the rules of the road. Those are the duties that we owe to one another. It's the agreement we all make with one another when we get on the road. And so um, we don't think that anybody deserves special privileges like that. We should all be held to the same standards. Um, remember, we're we're one country under under the law. We believe in equal justice. No one's above or below the law. So we would be opposing any efforts that would give uh, special privileges or handouts to to a special interest, the trucking lobby in this case. Everybody needs to be motivated to be safe uh, and to protect us, especially in a big truck, an 18-wheeler that you know, has so much weight and delivers so much energy in a collision, um, it can easily result in very catastrophic and life-changing injuries, if not life-ending injuries. So that's number one. Keep a, keep a watch for that, and we'll be talking more about that here in the future. You will remember last legislative session, we were working with the leading auto repair professionals in the state. These are the, the men and women who do a wonderful job in body shops all across the state and are having to stand up against, frankly, bullying tactics by the insurance industry who are coming in and saying, you know what, we don't want to pay for that repair or we don't want to pay for that part. Uh, we want to use this this cheap aftermarket part because, um, I mean, they never like to say this outright, but the reason why is uh, they want to pad their profits. It's If we use the cheap part, then we can hold on to more of that money. And you have the right to have your car repaired uh, to a light kind and quality after a wreck. I mean, you're, you're not supposed to get a car back that's that's worse than it was before the wreck. And so we want people to have the right to go to a quality repair shop, to have quality parts, um, and, and to have those repair shops perform the repairs in a very safe manner, according to manufacturer guidelines and specifications. And that way we all know when we get back into our car or truck after a wreck that, that we're safe and that our families are safe and that we're not going to injure ourselves or if we get into another wreck, heaven forbid, we're not going to injure other people more severely uh, because our car has been turned into essentially a rolling death trap. So we're going to be supporting good legislation that, that just gives you those basic rights 
And, uh, and we hope that you'll help us with that. We're privileged to work with, again, the leading uh, auto repair shops, the, the men and women who are really focused on safety. And, uh, and we're happy to be in a coalition with them uh, because it protects all of us on our roads. The last, again, is, is another scheme that you heard me talk about previously. Uh, it's called Swoop and Settle. So this is where insurance companies swoop in right after a wreck. And you may not have even been able to talk to your doctor yet about what your condition is. You may not know how much it's going to cost to fully repair your car. The wreck has just happened. You're worried about how do I get to work? How do I get a rental car? Um, who's going to take my kids to daycare? Uh, you've got all this stress, all this pressure on you, and you're vulnerable in that moment. Some insurance companies will swoop in and say, gosh, we're so sorry that this happened. We're so sorry that our driver hit you. Uh, we want to get you money. Can we get you $5,000 and that, will that take care of you? And some people will say yes, because they're desperate and they're stressed and, and they don't need another headache in their life. And what they find out later is they've waived their rights. They don't have any additional rights, even if their damages are much more than $5,000. And these days, it's easy for that to happen, given the cost of, of repairing your car properly, given the cost of, of medical care, uh, you name it. So uh, legislation will be offered, I believe, that will say that you can't just give up your rights that easily over the telephone. That, that oral release of claims over the phone before you really know what you're looking at is, is not going to be allowed. And we strongly support that legislation. Uh, we're excited to support that this session, and we need your help on that. So we'll be talking about that throughout the session. All right, number two, protecting our courts. So we want to make sure that courts are connected to the communities that they serve, um, that their territories aren't changed to where now they're having to serve uh, far more people than they should. Again, they're focused on the communities that they serve and that our judges are, are known by the communities that they serve and they're selected by essentially the people in the community, that you have a direct say in who your judge is going to be. And if you like them, you reelect them. And if you don't like them, you don't elect them. And so getting good information to the public about which judges are doing a great job is important, but this is a, this is a democracy. This is a constitutional republic. And, um, it works for you. <laughs> you are the government. Uh, we are the government. We the people. So you should have a direct say um, always in who is who is doing your business in your name in your government. And our courts are such an important part of our government, a co-equal branch of government. And so we want to make sure that you're connected to your courts and your courts are connected to you. Um, so we'll be talking more about that. Protecting patients. We've been working on patient safety really for the entire 20 plus year history of Texas Watch. And we will be working again this session on patient safety, wanting to make sure that you have enough information to truly give informed consent if you're going in for a medical procedure. These can be very complex. Obviously, they can have pretty grave consequences if something goes wrong. And so you need to have clear information to understand what you're looking at, uh, what the risks are associated with that procedure, uh, so when you say, yes, I want to move forward, you're, you're doing that in a truly informed way. You're comprehending everything. I'm not a doctor. Um, I need somebody to translate that into, into English for me. And so we want to make sure that the, the folks who come up with that language have the public in mind. 
and um, and that public members are involved in that process. So that's number one. Number two, preserving patient access, making sure that the government is not interfering with your relationship with your doctor in terms of how you're paying for your medical services, um, how the doctor is willing to receive payment for medical services. That's really important. And number three, making sure that the damages that you can recover under Texas law are not diminished year over year. There's a cap in place. Now, full disclosure, we disagree very much with this idea of a cap on what are called non-economic damages. These are things like pain and suffering and disfigurement and impairment. Uh, in Texas, those damages are capped very harshly at $250,000 for a lifetime of, of suffering or physical impairment. Uh, they're some of the most harsh and draconian laws in the entire country. And then again, in Texas, they don't even keep up with the cost of inflation. There's no adjustment year over year. We all know every year a dollar uh, goes, it doesn't go as far each year, right? A dollar's worth less and less each year. And so if you keep that cap on damages set at $250,000, each year it's effectively worth less and less and less and less. That's not right. It's not fair. Um, it doesn't help patients. Uh, all it does is, in the end, it bars patients from even being able to bring uh, legitimate cases because lawyers look at that and they say, well, gosh, I, I, I'm capped in the amount that I can recover and deliver back to you. Each year, it's more costly for me to help you um, in court. And so even though you've got a very deserving case and harm was done to you and the law should punish that harm just for purely economic reasons, I can't help you here. And that's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And we get the calls uh, from those of you who, who find that you can't access justice. And that's not right in Texas. That's not right in the United States of America. Um, we're all entitled to our day in court. And so we want to make sure that those damages keep up with at least the cost of living um, in this country and in this state. So last, uh, but certainly not least, protecting our veterans. Uh, you know that we worked last session with the leading uh, veterans group, Burn Pits 360, to make sure that our veterans who are suffering from toxic exposure um, that, that was done to them overseas. This is when all of our, our toxic materials, um, you know, munitions, paint, batteries, mattresses, you name it, tires, were pushed into these open pits, uh, doused in, in fuel and set on fire. And it created all this toxic smoke that our, our fighting men and women breathed in. And many of them are suffering from really horrible um, and aggressive diseases right now, dying far before their time. Um, we were successful in this joint effort in getting a registry stood up here in Texas because we have so many veterans um, in Texas. I come from a military family. This matters very much to me personally. That would track the symptoms and the exposure. And that way, there'd be a record when those veterans are coordinating with uh, the VA to receive benefits and or their family is if, uh, God forbid, they pass away. And so the registry was put into place. We thank very much the legislators who pushed that legislation and supported it throughout the process. The issue that we have now is we need to make sure that there are some dollars allocated to to really standing up that registry and making sure that it's contacting our veterans and doing the work that it's intended to do. So getting funding for that registry is really important and we wanna be a part of that effort. Okay, how can you support us? Uh, first of all, um, if you can support us monetarily, we need your help. We always need your help. We are a nonprofit in any amount. I mean, if you can give $5 or $20, 
or um, any amount. It really helps us. Thanks to a very generous matching donation by uh, one of our supporters right now. If you give, uh, your dollars are matched one to one. So if you give five dollars, it's worth ten dollars, etc. So um, that's running through February the 5th. So we have a little over a week left in this campaign. It's called our Constitution Fund. If you go to texaswatch.org uh, slash donate or look for the donate button up there in the, in the top corner of our homepage, um, you can donate there. Um, we would love to have you on board as a supporter. If you can give monthly, again, any amount um, really, really helps us. And those dollars are going to be matched right now, um, which is wonderful. So please, we need your help. Um, and if you can help us, we appreciate it very much. We need you to share our content. We, we work really hard to try to get you great content. We were able to reach nearly 2. 4, uh, over 2.4 million people uh, last year, setting a new record. That's on the strength of, of you taking the time to share our content. If we put some helpful information up and you think your friends and family can benefit from it, click that share button and help us spread that message. Right now on, on social media platforms, it's harder to, to distribute some of this content because it's termed political, even though we're a nonpartisan organization. And so organic reach, which means you actually pushing the content yourself, uh, connecting people with the content is so important right now to help us get this message out to help working families, um, to help protect those who need uh, help in this state. So look for our content, click that share button if you like it. Uh, we are on all the platforms these days. Obviously, I'm talking to you right now on Facebook. Uh, if you haven't already liked our Facebook page, please do so. Um, we're on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's where we put all of our videos and we're refreshing that constantly. We're on Twitter. Uh, we have a podcast. We're on Instagram. And recently, we're up on TikTok where Christian Benavides is doing a great job communicating with folks on TikTok. So check us out on all of those different platforms. Um, like I said, we're always trying to get you the best content, the most credible information humanly possible. So check us out there, share our content. Uh, you are an influencer. Uh, whether you've got 100 friends or 1,000 friends, you are an influencer. And um, there's strength in numbers at the Capitol. We take on very, very highly financed corporate lobbyists at the Capitol. They've got all the money, they've got all the lobbyists, and we have you. And uh, and I like our chances because we have you, but we need all of us in this effort uh, to make sure that we make changes for the better. All right, check back here often for updates. We will be back here with you shortly all throughout session. Check out our website. We're putting a lot of new content up there. Again, it's texaswatch.org. And we thank you for everything that you do to protect working families in the state of Texas. Take care, everyone. Texas Watch is a nonprofit, nonpartisan citizen advocacy organization that takes on corporate wrongdoers, fighting to restore responsibility, and protect Texas families. We can't do this work without you. You can support us at texaswatch.org slash donate. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Knowledge is power, and there is strength in numbers. Join us.